What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, I hope you guys are having a good day, a good weekend so far. I know I am. And today, I will jump into things right away. I'll get started with the Phillies. The Phillies, you know, it's kind of random. You probably didn't expect me to start with this one, but I'm going to start with how they defeated the Braves yesterday, 5 to nothing at Citizens Bank Park, moving to 500 on the year. They're 4-4 four and four now. And JT Realmuto led the way. The reason I'm talking about this is because I want to shed light on the fact that JT Realmuto is heading to free agency this offseason. And there's been a lot of talk in Philadelphia about the Phillies extending this guy, signing him, you know, trying to keep him. Um, the fans want to keep him. Bryce Harper has been as outspoken as anyone, saying they need to keep him. Um, what happens is anyone's best guess. But obviously, JT, uh, JT Realmuto is just going to go to the highest bidder. As one of the best catchers in baseball, he wants his market value, and that's fair. He's, he's not going to settle for anything less than that. So it's up to the Phillies to pay him his market value or else he's going to hit the free agent market and go to a team who happily will. But yesterday, we saw him, him meaning JT Ramuto, come up big in yesterday's victory. He smashed a solo shot to left field in the fourth inning to give the Phillies a one nothing lead. So far this year, Ramuto is hitting 333 with four home runs, nine ribbies, and an 1178 OPS. He's he's just a monster right now. And he's picking everyone up on that Phillies team. He's their best player at this point in time. But um yeah. Wanted to shine some light on that in case, you know, people didn't know. Uh, Jay Bruce also had a three-run homer yesterday, which, you know, gave them uh, to make it a four-nothing lead. Jay Bruce is in the final season of a three-year deal. And um, Bruce is also hitting well this year, hitting 300 with two homers, five rabies, and an 1191 OPS. But Bruce, I mean, he, he has, he's done that in the fact that he's only started five games this year. Uh, you know, with, he already has, you know, two homers, five ribbies. But he's only started five games, three in left field and two is the DH. Um, but he said, I feel like when I'm healthy and able to play, I make the team better, which is true. A healthy Jay Bruce does make the team better. Then Arietta pitched yesterday. He's also in the final year of his deal, final year of a three-year contract. He had a strong performance against a pretty talented Braves lineup. Arietta only allowed three hits and one walk in six scoreless innings, striking out six. This is actually... The first time Jake Arrieta has gone six or more scoreless innings since August of 2018. So it's it's been a while since we've, we've seen this version of um, Arietta. Um, he says he's finally healthy. And he looked healthy yesterday. That's good to see. Bryce Harper made a very impressive diving catch in right field in the fifth inning, by the way. A 35% catch probability on StatCast, and he, he made the grab. Moving on to John Carlos Stanton. John Carlos Stanton has landed on the injured list. Um, I don't know what it is with this guy. Uh, unfortunately, he just can't catch a break. He landed on the IL with a hamstring. Hamstring tightness, hamstring strain. All they're saying is that he was experiencing tightness in his left hamstring. So they've placed him on the 10-day injured list and recalled infielder Tyro Estrada. I mean... It really sucks because Stanton, I mean, he's been playing well this year. In 14 games this year, he's hitting 293 with three doubles, three homers, and seven ribbies. I mean, he, he looked great, absolutely great. But it's it's just tough with the injuries. I don't know why he he just can't catch a break. He only played 18 regular season games last year, limited by a left bicep strain, 
a left shoulder strain, a left calf strain, a strain of his right PCL, and a strain of his right quadriceps. That's a lot of strains. And then now it's looking like a hamstring strain, and everyone knows how delicate hamstrings can be. Um, depending on the severity of it, he could be out for quite some time, for at least, at least the next two to three weeks. If it's two to three weeks, if it's a grade one, if it's a grade two, that's, I mean, he could be out for the regular season, honestly. Because remember, the regular season only has, what, six weeks left? Because a hamstring is something, if you come back early, you're going to go back to square one. You can't rush a hamstring. Soft tissue injuries are no joke. But with that being said, the Rays actually won this game. The Rays defeated the Yankees yesterday, 5-3. to three. Uh, Aaron Judge hit his, hit his eighth home run of the year, which is enough to lead the major leagues. And, um, yeah, the Rays. Rays do big things. Well, I guess I should be more accurate and say this was actually part of a doubleheader. The doubleheader was split. That was the second game I just mentioned where uh, the Rays won 5-3. to three. The Yankees won the first game by a score of 8-4. to four. Um, And that first game was where Mike Ford, Stanton, and Judge all homered. And then that second game was where the Rays come out on top. Um, I mean, it was pretty much a battle of the bullpens. After Tyler Glass now went just two and two-thirds innings in the first game, the Rays knew that in the second game they would they were they were going to need a strong, efficient uh, effort from their bullpen, and that's exactly what they get. They got. I'm sorry. Um, we know that the Rays have the best pen in the majors, at least in my opinion. Moving out to the West Coast, Fernando Tatis Jr. has has just put. I mean, he's put everyone on notice before, but we, we all know he's good. Another monster night for him. Two home run night. Leading off the game with a home run again. And then, you know, later in the game, in the eighth inning, he hits another bomb. I mean, this is the second multi-home run game of Tatis' career. He's tied with Nick Castellanos for the NL lead in homers with seven. Um, I mean, he's a superstar. This kid's a superstar. Make no mistake about it. Um, those two home runs that... Tatis hit was all the offense the Padres could muster. Uh, the, uh, the Padres actually lost this game the D, to the D-backs. The D-backs won with a 3-2 victory at Petco Park over the Padres yesterday. But everyone's still just talking about Fernando Tatis Jr. I mean, this was his eighth leadoff blast of his career, which is just, which just started last year. Remember, he's 21 years old. Uh, he, Tatis is two away from the Padres franchise record held by Will Venable. I mean... Reminder, Tatis is a 21-year-old that has only played 99 games in his career. Will Venable spent eight seasons with the Padres, playing 918. So, yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, when he was coming up, the big tool that Tatis had was his power. You know, he, he has all these other tools. He has speed, arm strength. He can hit and all that. But his power was his highest rated tool. I think that he had like a 60-grade hit tool. And he's showing every bit of that. And when you remember that this kid is 21 years old, that's when it starts to get scary. That's when it starts to get scary. Like, okay, like <laughs> he hasn't even he, he hasn't even scratched the surface of his potential yet. He's just showing us, you know, the little bit of things he can do. He's 21. Imagine what he's gonna be doing in five years. So um I wanna give him a shout out because he's one of my favorite players to watch. Absolute stud, absolute superstar. And everyone should be should be loving what they're seeing from Fernando Tatis Jr. The Baltimore Orioles 
won yesterday again. Yesterday was a come-from-behind win. They defeated the Nats 5-3. to three. And, I mean, they got back-to-back pinch-hit home runs from Pat Valeka and Pedro Severino. Then a go-ahead opposite field three-run jack from Anthony Santander. All these came in the eighth inning, which uh, guaranteed the O's a series win because they won two games in the series against the defending Nationals at Nats Park in the Battle of the Beltway. You know, Beltway uh, out there in the DMV. Those of you out there in the DMV know what I'm talking about. But this O's team is is still kind of trucking along. There's some teams, obviously, like I said, in a 60-game season, everyone knew there were going to be some surprises. The Baltimore Orioles right now are 7-7. Seven and seven. They're playing 500 baseball. You know, they do not have a losing record 14 games in the season. So let, let's, let's keep an eye on that because there are going to be teams around 500 that are going to make it into the playoffs this year because of the expanded format. And wouldn't it be absolutely insane to see the Baltimore Orioles in the playoffs? I, I would just lose my mind. And the defending nationals, defending champions, Washington Nationals, are 4-7 and seven right now. So they're going to have to pick things up before soon. But they do have Juan Soto back in their lineup. Soto hit his first homer of the year yesterday. You know, he missed some time due to coronavirus. Soto was 2-for-3 with an RBI yesterday. He's, he's off to... His his normal his normal self. He's looking really good, hitting cleanup for them. So, good stuff over there for Juan Soto. Jumping out to Pittsburgh, where the Tigers went off yesterday. They hit four home runs before recording their first out. Um, they hit four home runs in the first five batters, off of Derek Holland, who started for Pittsburgh, which put the Tigers ahead. For good, although it did get closer later, but Tigers would win this game 11 to 5 at PNC Park. So, all in all, you had Nico Goodrum, Miguel Cabrera, CJ Crone, and Jamer Candelario all going deep to start off with a Jonathan Scope single snuck in between there. And, I mean, what else can you say? If you're Derek Holland, like four of the first guy, five guys go yard off of you with a single snuck in between there. I mean, the first five guys reach base for them, Homer. What you're just like, wow! That just your ERA is is kind of kind of done for. Um, yeah, and these four home runs in five batters came off of Derek Holland's first eleven pitches. So you he's just getting whiplash. He's throwing the ball up there. He's looking around. It's in the stands. Throwing it up there. Looking around. It's in the stands. He's getting whiplash from just from from dealing with all this. And you could tell that he he couldn't he he couldn't. Uh, get anybody out in that first inning but 11-5 would be the final score as the Tigers defeated the Pirates yesterday Frankie Montes was feeling it yesterday in the A's eighth straight win Oakland has won eighth eight straight wins um yeah he's he's a guy who pitched really well last year and got popped for PEDs got suspended and missed the rest of the year but this year he's trying to prove that he can be an ace and four starts in he's looked every bit of the ace that the A's were hoping for the A's rode yet another strong outing from Frankie Montes who combined with Jake Diekman and Liam Hendricks for a three to one victory over the Astros yesterday so this pushed Oakland's MLB best win streak to eight games and gave them a four and a half game lead in the AL West uh, Montes was absolutely dominant he limited the Astros to just two hits over seven scoreless and he actually appeared to be getting stronger as the game went along, striking out five and retiring the final nine batters he faced. 
the Oakland A's are legitimate, ladies and gentlemen. They have been for, for a long time, for the last few years. Um, it's just, obviously, small market teams don't get much recognition. Semyon hit a bomb yesterday. Um, he's he's turning things around. Matt Chapman hit a solo home run yesterday. Today, we're going to see Jesus Luzardo take the mound for the A's in the series finale against the Strohs. He'll be making his second Major League start. I'm going to be looking, looking into that, see how he handles that. His first start was good. He threw five scoreless against the Rangers. Uh, we'll, we'll see how his follow-up goes. I mean, Luzardo's throwing like 99 from the left side, so pretty nasty stuff. I'm going to watch that one for sure. But let's round it up. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.